You are now tuned into the Real Talk with Pasha B podcast. It's my favorite podcast. The hottest podcast in the world. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Real Talk with Pasha B. We are here. Happy to be with you guys. I'm joined by no other than the one and only Shanika. Hello, lady. Greetings, Pasha. Long time. No see, no hear. We've been out of commission for a few months. I know. It's been so much. What you been doing? What you been doing, girl? Uh, A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, Bought a house, moved in. Um, Just life. How was that experience? Oh, that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast? Yeah. I will tell you that um, we've talked about the pandemic and how it has impacted Um, Different variables of life, whether that be from the housing market, whether that be economically. But let's talk about these raggedy ass, even though this is going to be another podcast, I'm going to say it. (laughs) These raggedy ass contractors, right? It seems like the pandemic has allowed for foot draggers to have a place in life, right? So because there seems to be so much work or so much need, you know, there are some unfit people that are providing some services and some goods. And I'll just say that I've had um, experience with a contractor that kind of ruins my whole appreciation for moving, purchasing a home and moving and remodeling and renovating. So um, we could talk about that on another podcast, but fuck them raggedy ass contractors. Well, well all righty then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, how about you? I'm looking forward to that podcast. <laughs> how have uh, things been going with you? Eh, I've been doing some minor home renovations. Very, very minor. Um, to your point, dealing with contractors. And one of the things I want to say for the future uh, podcast it is not black businesses, people. It is not black businesses. Mm-mm. Let's make it clear. It's all what of I them. See, it's all of them. Mm-hmm. It's all of them. Mm-hmm. So again, we're going to pin that for another show. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So for this particular show, we're going to delve into Pasha. Mm. Mm, I don't even like how you start mm. off. Well, we, we, it seems to be a constant theme of how society including, of course, people view the relationship status of single on the totem pole of, I guess, taken relationships, single, however you want to put it on, on the, 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 the checkbox, um, how singleness is viewed and how it's viewed negatively um, how, by society, um, how it's viewed negatively sometimes by people in relationships, and um, how it's weaponized. So, you know, we want to talk about that. How it is even weaponized by other single people, i.e. men, against women. So that's what we're talking about. Mm, okay. And today we have two guests with us. They're going to help us delve deep into this conversation. One is our returning guest. It's been a little over a year, um, Haifa, since we had you on, what, the all-male podcast? It's been about a year. It's yeah, been the about panel. a year. The panel. Yeah, the panel yeah. discussion. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. was fun. It was. <laughs> it was. Definitely, definitely it, it was. There was a lot of energy on that show. It was. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of energy. So Haifa's returning with us today, today to discuss this topic. Also, he brought along a colleague, Showtime. Showtime, can you tell us a little bit about you? I can't tell y'all all my secrets. But, um, Just a little bit. Uh, you know, I do a, a podcast myself, two of them. Hey. Uh, podcast. I'm under the hype, but he's my boss. He pays me. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Nah, we partners. <laughs> <laughs> I like that real humble guy. <laughs> but yeah, I do a, a podcast, uh, show, uh, Showtime in Paris, uh, with another co-host, and I do uh, uh, a podcast with Leroy, the other uh, my other partner, and it's called uh, Damn, we just started. I forgot the name. I think it's uh, what's the name of the hyper? You manager? That's uh, what's the sports podcast? Um, 
Shoot, I got to look at the flyer my dog on. So it's you know, how, about, how about this? You guys have your information. They have that podcast for us at the it, end. Cause you made me nervous. Okay. Like, yeah. It's L.A. the King versus Showy the Great. You know, two two women at the same, yeah. you know, make you nervous. When you get around new people, you get all, all jittery yeah. on the top. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do that. But uh, in my own personal life, I also run a business, showyspix.com. That's why I have the hat on. Gotcha. And I'm like a sports consultant for people. Like the same thing, a text tax person does for you, I pretty much do for you with sports. I help you get your money up weekly, monthly, yearly. That's cool. All right. So. Talk afterwards. I'm interested. She ain't interested. I'm interested in learning. You know, I'm learning new stuff, Pasha. You don't know me. Show. remember what we talked about. I like (laughs) pre-starting up. Remember what we talked about. Just remember. (laughs) Learning new stuff. What about my friend Shanika right there? So let's get into it. So I don't know you guys' relationship statuses, and I'm not sure it matters, but you can share if you want to. Um, Single. Okay, so Haifa said single. Show, what did you say? Single? Taken, but I'm single if it makes the show better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Taken, but... Got you. So in in your... um, I'm going to say in your adulthood... Um, do you think either when you were single or Haifa as being single, do you think that you ever have ever been looked at differently because you were single? You want to start off um, or you want me to take it? Uh, well, I can st- that's interesting. I could start off. Um, I, I've more, more commonly been looked at, at about being single in my thirties like my mid thirties, because I I was in a relationship from twenty eight to thirty five. So when I was in my twenties, it was more regular. So I wasn't really questioned as much as being in my thirties and single. Like if I if I come across any women, they'd be like, "Why are you single?" And you you know what I'm saying you yeah yeah. The well, I'm thirty eight now, so why are you single right now? It got it got to be something because you know not to toot my own horn and nothing like that. But they be like, you know, I'm a stand up guy. I'm not a bad dude. So and you cute and you cute too, Haifa. So oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm just saying. And this is how she don't understand why no. she get herself exactly. a fucking situation. I mean, Haifa, no, we're cool. Yeah, yeah but I'm just facts. What? You know what, I'm what? Showtime? What did you say? Friendly. No. Ain't nobody going to just be friends with you, Shanika. Oh. <laughs> Boop. How many times? <laughs> Carry on. You lucky I don't have, you, you lucky I don't, I don't have Clues Bomb queued up because that's what <laughs> that was. This is an was. audio show and for those guests who didn't see the previous show where we did the visual, you know, both of these guys are very attractive guys. So I'm just putting it out there. Oh. People do question your status based on how you look and how you right. present. You know, they think, oh, okay, you look good, you you you, you talk well, you know, you seem to be mm-hmm. respectful. Why are you single? And I think both men and women get that. Mm-hmm. That's true. But they they always think that there's something wrong with the men, though. They be like, it must be something wrong with you. You look that good, and you saying, I'd be like, how how you know I'm not single by choice? Maybe the woman messed up. <laughs> you know. But y'all get that too, because they they'll be like, you know. The prettier the girl, the crazier she got to be. <laughs> so, when you got your stuff together, women definitely want to know why you single. Why are you single, Millie? I think that's not even a real question. I think they well, saying like, even if you're not single, like, do you cheat? Like, what when they say are you single? They like, why are you flirting with me? Because uh, you got a woman, but is that gonna stop you or not? They want you. They want to see if you're gonna lie to them. Because they figure at this age, everybody has at least a significant other of some sort. You know, somebody you're sleeping with, somebody you're talking to. You got somebody in your life. So when they when a woman says, uh, I feel like they be like, oh, so so what, who is you? Are you single? Do you got it? They want to see if you're gonna come with the same BS story because they don't believe you anyway. And and basically, uh, I was single all my life, and I thought I wasn't big on relationships, and it wasn't because I didn't want to be in one. I just felt like I don't like to make something what it's not. So I feel like whenever you get in a relationship with somebody, even if I'm 15, I feel like I think I'm gonna be with you for the rest of my life. Like you don't get with a girl and expect to break up with it. So if I don't feel like I can love this person forever, I don't put a title on it. You know, I got to feel like I got to damn near be sweating you and to, to get in a relationship with you. So I, in my life, I never did that until I got somebody pregnant. And then when I did, I was like, you know, I feel like I'm a, 
stand-up guy type would say. So I'm like, hey, let's see if we can make this work, keep our family together, and this, 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 that. That's how I got in my real first relationship. Before that, I was just moving around, moving around. If I felt that way, I would do it. So I'm not against it either. It's just that I don't make it what it's not. If I don't feel that spark, I'm going to just keep it on a certain level. That's exactly you know, how I, I am. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same thing, Haifa. I, I think that's my approach as well. Um, and with that, that's why I think we can be friends. And I'm thinking about to what you spoke about prior to us starting to record when you said there's a level of something that I'm not attracted to. And I think that's okay as to why I want to be friends with you. But I also think that for me, for me, and then I'm going to step back. Um, Some of the things I may be attracted to may not have anything to do with like a, a physical attraction. Sometimes it's a creative thing. Like I like creatives. So I may be so fascinated with the fact that you can play a musical instrument. So I'm fascinated by your talent. So I'm gravitating toward you and I want to learn more about that aspect of you, not because I'm trying to get in your draws, but I'm attracted to that talent that you may have. And he is looking at me and I know you all can't see me, but oh my God. Showtime is looking at me like this is some bullshit she's talking about. <laughs> I'm serious. I was fighting my natural impulse to say something slick because I can't help but to Look, say it's something. all over your face. You might as well say, say it. Say, it's I, all over your face. She coming at you again. She said she said that she tried to use musical instrument, but you're a rapper, so she basically trying to let you know I'm I'm really infatuated by your charm and your rapping. And here I go sitting there. <laughs> it's, so- it's all on my face. I'm just like. <laughs> Mm. but but uh, and and i understand i understand that but like we were talking about off air just understanding um and i hate to use like the word societal norms but i guess that's what we're operating under so to understand i guess and be very upfront and transparent about what your objective is with that particular person So I think we get into a lot of gray areas in which, um, and I think this is a little bit off subject, so we'll get back on subject, but um, we get into a gray area of knowing that someone else wants something romantic from you. And even if you haven't vocalized the friend zoning, uh, whether whatever your infatuation with the person, whether that be from um, a a level of what you find so uh, mysterious about them, they can play an instrument, they're creative, intriguing about them, intrigued about them. But you are fully aware that they're approaching you from a romantic place like let's not play games with one another. If you understand that that's how the person is approaching you, then I think it's your responsibility to respond correctly and in kind and not lead, not in kind, but respond appropriately so that you don't lead that person on. Because that's when you get these disgruntled ass. Go back to the topic at hand because I don't. Well, you shouldn't have been staring in fucking Haifa's eyes talking about some. I like music and I'm so intrigued. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. Um, we're gonna get back on we're gonna get back on time so we we were talking we were talking about um how society views being single on the bottom i guess of the totem pole versus even being in an unhealthy relationship um an unhappy relationship um and haifa you brought up something how you said that you have heard or people have asked you what's wrong with you. And to be honest with you, I don't hear that a lot with men being asked, well, what's wrong with you? I hear that more on the female side once they get to a certain uh, place in life, whether that be age, um, socioeconomic or whatever. It is the what's wrong with you. I have seen more that society accepts a man making a decision no matter what that decision is based on about being single. And when a woman makes a decision about being single, it is, well, what's wrong with you? They're trying to find the flaw at that point. I probably should have said it was um, oh, my fault. I had to cut you off. So the, uh, I probably should have said that's been said to me by women more often. You're right. It is. It's, it's more said to women generally, but to me, I've had a lot of women say that to me, but it's kind of goes to what show was saying, like they're just trying to see 
if I cheat or not, or if I'm, you know what I'm saying? So they'll say that as part of their spill, like, oh, it must be something wrong with you. They just trying to get it's the interrogation questions. It's the figuring yeah, out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was you about to say, Show? No, I was about to say, uh, I don't think they realize nowadays we're not really allowed to have like we don't she said we get a passes basically, you know, people like let us we don't we don't really get passes anymore. We're not allowed to have decisions and nothing like that. It's real slim now. So we don't really get those passes you think we get. Oh, enlighten me. <laughs> No, women tell us we we I hear that they say what's wrong with you and this is that I think it's a flirtatious oh, thing. Gotcha. You know, if women don't if women don't want to talk to you, if they're not into you, they do they keep stuff real simple when they talk to you. So mm-hmm. if a woman is, is delving deep or saying what's wrong with you, why you ain't got no woman? They just that's their way of just saying they're interested. Because a woman who don't find you intriguing or anything, they don't care with damn what's going on with you. They don't ask you nothing. Do you all get that from other men? Do other men question your status? That would be weird. I'd be like, "Why do you want to know, son?" <laughs> so, more so, friends like friends a joke about it. Like, damn, how yes. long you gonna be without a kid? You know, how long you gonna be without a you know a girl? Like, are you got down low life? Like, why you ain't got no? You know, they make jokes about it. It's more so your friends than some random guy. Yeah. And do you see that as them just joking, or do you feel like there's some level of seriousness to the question? Depends on who's asking. Um, that's what I was going to say. Because you got some friends that might say it as a joking or something that might be really concerned, you know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, just looking out for you like, yo, you know. Okay. I feel like, uh, you know, with certain people, like, I think they try to live through other people, like, hyper single. Hyper, you got kids? Yeah, I got two. All right, well, let's say hyper didn't have any kids. And then there's a guy in the house with his uh, girlfriend his, or wife and kids. He'll be living through hyper, like damn. He get to move around freely, like he don't got a lot of nobody. He got multiple women. They kind of just kind of jealous. They're like, man, you need to get a relationship. So sometimes you get that pressure because they want you to be live how they live. Like I don't like how you moving around this, this, that. So he's trying to put the relationship on you. So you, you know, like, oh man, how long are you going to run around? How long are you going to be doing this? How long are you going to be doing that? You need to you know, be a grown man. You need, to, you need to settle down. But really, they tired of seeing you do that. It's starting to make them jealous, mm-hmm. and that can make a friend kind of stray in their own relationship. You know, they start ruining their own household because they like, damn, he get to go to Miami, he get to go to Brazil, he's seeing the world, he doing this, this, that, and I can't go. I got to make an excuse. I can't really move around like that. They might miss that. Or vice versa, you know, somebody in a relationship could be hating on your situation. Like, damn, I wish I had somebody to come home to instead of running around and looking for my next kill every every other day, never knowing who I'm sleeping with, don't know nobody to rub your back, nobody to give a damn about you. So go both ways. And it's like that. I'm sorry, go ahead, Haifa. Oh no, I was saying that's a, that that's a uh, it's a good point because they say that you know uh, married couples something that helps the marriage is having other married couple friends you know couples being friends with couples because you have that in common so that's a good point that show made. Do you think the um, friends who happen to make those remarks, uh, when are you going to get into a marriage? Do you, would you consider them to be happy in their relationships? Sometimes not. People <laughs> <laughs> just ain't happy in their relationships anyway. So if I was a betting man, I'll say they probably not usually. And uh, some are, some are, and they want to throw it in your face. If they think, you know, I realize with certain people, if they think it bothers you, then they'll say that. Like, if a person is really happy in a relationship, they think you miserable single. I don't know if y'all have any women friends who, like, probably got a relationship and you might be single, and they can't wait to just tell you, oh, me and my man want to do that. They always want to tell you everything about them and their man. Or, oh, we going on vacation. Oh, my man likes to eat this. Everything goes back to their man. It's like they throwing their man in your face, and it's like, all right, I felt like you were sharing that first, but now I think you're just you're trying to trigger me. So it all depends on what kind of friends you keep around you and their intentions. Yeah, I will say that definitely happens, especially with new relationships. That definitely happens. Um, The conversation seems to center around the relationship. Um, And also, I I agree with you, Showtime, when you were talking about... um, people in relationships, they want to see that you're having a similar experience. They don't want to see, oh, you're out here, like you said, taking trips and you having a certain level of freedom that they don't necessarily have. So they may try to push that situation on you. Um, 
I, I can say I, I've definitely experienced that a lot. And um, one of the other things that comes to mind is people equating singleness with being lonely or singleness with being miserable. And that's not the case either. There are people who are for some. Say that again, Passion. For some. For some. Absolutely. For, for some. And I don't like that narrative. And when you try to broaden the conversation, it almost seems as though people try to disregard that particular aspect because it's like, how could you be happy being single? Like, what is there to be happy about? And based on what Pasha said earlier, in some instances, this is coming from people who are not in healthy relationships. So why, why don't you understand that someone can be happy single? Uh, or let me say it differently, that my happiness isn't dependent upon my status. Right. I think, I think that's important too because Sometimes that's self that's self esteem issues, you know. What I'm saying if somebody, if somebody not happy with themselves, they feel like you know somebody else to make them happier. But that's a mistake. Like you got to be happy with yourself. That I think that's a mandate. Like that, that's that should be mandatory. You got to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with somebody else. Because now that other person got to overcompensate for you not having love, <clears throat> having that happiness for yourself. Um, in certain cases, and that can strain a relationship. So being single, you know, it, we living in the age of, like, facades. Like, everybody is into the look of everything. Mm-hmm. So you should be happy whether you're single or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then when you get into a relationship, now that relationship is a happy relationship, but it don't matter. Like, everybody want to judge people off of their status or whatever, when it ain't even their business. And a lot of times that you go that's why relationships don't work because you going into it with a messed up um understanding of what it's supposed to be in the first place. This ain't a fashion show. It's life and that's what happens. It's a fashion show or or fairy tale and this is real life. You know what I'm saying? And people just throw out them assumptions when they, they really just talking out their ass because they don't got nothing else better to do a lot of times. Honestly. So and you I don't know. know. I was listening to, um, and I was speaking to Pasha about this, but I was listening to another podcast and Taraji was on there talking about, you know, her thing is mental health um, awareness. And one of the things she spoke about as it relates to being single was that society um, encourages, and she was speaking primarily from a women's point of view, but I think men, you can identify with this as well, that relationships are encouraged um, and women are encouraged to conform to somebody else's expectations of who they are before they even get an opportunity to find out who they are on a personal level. Before they get that personal growth and development, they're, they're encouraged to conform to what a man wants. This is what you need to do in order to get a man. This is what you need to do in order to keep a man instead of encouraging a level of self-awareness, self-development, um, even identifying what is it that you want. Because I think, not even I think, uh, my opinion is that women, the expectation that society has on women is that you are to conform and be everything that that man wants you to be. And your hopes and dreams and all of that is secondary to what that man wants. And with that being said, I think that's a conversation that needs to happen between those couples. Because when you start leaning on what society expects of you, as opposed to what your partner expects of you, there could be a lot of conflict there. And, and, and just to give an example, I know um, I was having a conversation with a couple of, Pasha, you were there, with some family members, and we were talking about g- gender roles, right? And <laughs> what was brought up was a woman should, you know, essentially be in the kitchen cooking, taking care of the house, that type thing. And the question I posed was, there are some guys who genuinely enjoy cooking, 
enjoy cooking. They would rather cook. And there are some women who like playing in the dirt outside. They like gardening. They like maintaining their lawn. How does it look if those individuals try to conform to what society says their gender role should be versus what their natural inclination is to do? What, I mean, you have any thoughts about that? I think, um, it depends on the people. If you go off of a general criteria that the society, that society says, I think that's a waste of time. Like you have, it depends on the people. You got some couples where, you know, one thing will work, but for this couple, that won't work. You know what I'm saying? So if a man likes to cook and he wants to, and he's and, and that works for his household, like he's the one that cooks. Why not? Like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, the only way that would probably be uh be a conflict is the man gotta go out and get the bread to bring it back to the house to 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 the house too. So if he's not home, then can the wife does the wife have the uh the ability to cook in his absence? And if she doesn't, then they gotta work that out. And if it don't work for them, then they might not be made for each other. You know what I'm saying? But if it do, then that's what it is. I think it depends on that. You know? It's, it's 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 specific to the the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get the woman, you get the partner that you know bounces off you, that evens you out. You know mm-hmm. that goes with your lifestyle. Like I I was working in the uh, oil field before I started my business for like six seven years, and I was doing twenty eight straight sixteen hour shifts, and I and I get two weeks off in between two whole weeks, but then I start and I get twenty eight. Sometimes I work like a hundred some straight days, sixteen hour shifts, mm-hmm. and. I need a woman if, you know, I need, I can't cook. I mean, I, I, during those times, I only got a certain amount of hours. Like once I'm off, I usually have like the drive, like an hour or two back home. So that's already six hours before I got to be back at work. So, you know, now I got to take a shower. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then I don't got time to come in and play around with no pots and pans and, and do all that. So for me, I will have to have a woman that cook and pack my lunch is real important. Man. So basically what I'm saying is like in certain people's life, if you don't play a certain role, you're not really that necessary to them. Mm-hmm. So when uh, I just uh, I don't think you have to do this and this and that. I don't like when women or men, you know, be like, I ain't like men, like I ain't paying no bills. I ain't doing that. Just like I don't like a woman saying I don't got to cook or, or clean. That. You don't. But if a man that you're into wants that, then you have to do it. If you don't want to, uh, I mean, you can't get a man who values somebody who cooks and cleans. So you kind of cut off half the, you know, half the pool. So. I do think traditionally that's what it says, but I think 50-50 in relationships mean can you just balance out what I need at the time, you know, whatever works best for them. And that's why these conversations are important before you get into the relationship versus kind of winging it and going with the flow. Absolutely. But but talking about the societal norms and the gender roles, kind of um, getting talking about the topic that we're talking about so where do you guys believe that the origination of being married getting married um is the goal or or that is the status that everyone should uh strive to where do you guys think that that came from well my perspective is more spiritually because i was born and raised muslim so all my life you know that's what I was I was raised um, on the importance of of marriage, but if I look at it objectively, I see the value in it, and it, it stems like the the root of it for me is the the well being of the children coming up in the household, you know that 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 um that foundation, and sometimes even if like I grew up, my my mother and father divorced when I was two, so I was used to them being separated, and then my father got remarried when I was like four. And he's still with my stepmother now to this day. And then my mother had different marriages after that that didn't work out. So I got the I got different lessons from both of their situations. Like with my mother, I knew how to like I knew that I have to be um prepared to stand on my own too if I have to. If I'm not with somebody, if it, if it don't work out, life goes on. And then with my pops, just analyzing how he made that work for so long. Is another lesson. You know what I'm saying so, but I, I'm going off on a tangent. No, I think no, no, starts. you're not going off on a tangent because you, you, one of the, um, 
one of the reasons that I'm hearing that you say the importance is played on marriage is from a religious perspective. Mm. So that definitely is one. Um, So there's also other perspectives from a capitalist perspective as well. Um, Seeing how the United States is built, um, money is very important, no matter how we slice it and dice it. And we know that two people can make more money usually than one person. Um, but there is this evolution of religion throughout the years that has made religion, excuse me, there has made marriage be a high priority, um, for people and whether it be from an economical standpoint, a cultural perspective, a religious standpoint, um, in the teachings of, for whatever reason, you need to get married. Are there also teachings of understanding that a happy marriage or a happy relationship is most important? And, or do you think there have been any factors um, growing up that has allowed for you to nurture or to uh, realize that being happy single is also a place is, is the place for me. It's the place um, to be not necessarily happy single being happy. Let me say that happy. It doesn't matter what relationship status that you're in. Um, Do you think as a culture, we nurture emotions and nurture being happy over a relationship? Uh, I think that uh, people need to sometimes cut off their TV and radio and stop. If you just live in your own world, then you'll live out your own mind more, you know? And I feel like that I can be equally happy single as I can in a relationship. And I feel like uh, it's two different happinesses though, you know, it's two different happiness. Like if I'm single, you need to focus on the good that comes with being single. You don't have to, you don't have to, for men, I think it's less pressure. Like if, when you're not single, you gotta, everything you do, you gotta think for two people, even women. You gotta think for two people. Like if I go out, out the house and I'd be like, damn, I've been going for four hours. You could just be having genuine fun. You'd be at your friend's house, you'd be riding around, you like, damn, I left that person home by themselves for this long. I, you know, maybe I need to get back. They probably cook. It's like everything you do, you can't even enjoy your own happiness because you got to make sure that what you're doing is not bothering somebody else. You know, I can't, I can't go, uh, if, if my friend was having a, something in uh, Vegas, I could just go. And, but now I'm like, damn, this person might feel like, why you ain't invite me or why you leaving me on this weekend when we should be spending time? Being single, you could just actually make decisions for you. So that's the part of it I think is happy. It makes you happy. You can choose to do stuff, not to do stuff. You know, you don't got a lot of nobody. You can go to the bar, and if you meet a, a friendly person like Shanika who enjoys uh, male friends, <laughs> you, know, you can decide. If she if she likes you and say, hey, uh, I don't, I want to chill. Let's go to your house and watch TV. You can bring them instead of like, damn, I met this girl, but I can't even enjoy her because I got a relationship, you know, blah, 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 blah. I want to dive just a tad bit deeper into what you're saying. So um, tell me what makes you happy. Cause you're telling me what, what makes a relationship um, less with less conflict. What makes you happy? Me to actually be with me. I'm a, uh, nope, 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 nope. Let that man speak. No, because I need I need for him to understand. No, no, no. I want to know what she wants to say. Thank you, thank you, Shell. Thank, thank you, thank you for being able to respect. And then let me speak. I'm definitely gonna let you speak, but I want you to understand the question: What makes show happy? Not specific to a relationship. Just in general. Yeah. Oh, what makes me happy is just doing what I want to do freely. I like peace. Like I like no conflict. I like little judgment. I don't care if you judge me. I'm not one of those people who like sensitive, but I like to live free. I don't like people questioning everything I do. Like, why you do that? Why you want to do that? Why you want to do? I like to go eat. I like the people. I, I travel all the time. I go to Vegas like once a month. I go to Jersey because my mom's still there. I go to Texas because my son's there. So I'm always moving around. I like freedom, which is why I quit my job and started a business. I'm a I'm a free spirit person, but I might spend that freedom just in the house. I like to do nothing. I like to sit around and watch Netflix. I like to eat. I like food. I'm simple. I just want to be, I just want to live my life without early restraints. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody, I don't want to feel like 
I got to do this. I don't want to do stuff that I don't want to do. That's pretty much my thing. I just want to be peaceful, man. I just want to relax. I want to eat. I want to enjoy you when I want to enjoy you. I want to enjoy my son when I want to enjoy my son. I want to enjoy my daughter when I want to enjoy my daughter. I want to come on this podcast if I feel like talking to you. I just like to do what I want to do. You know, I don't want to do what I don't want to do. It makes you happy or anybody. Haifa, what makes you happy? Um, Definitely peace. You know, um, mm. I'm family-oriented naturally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, if I'm in a relationship, I know how to, you know, I know how to stay loyal to it. Um, and I'm, you know, just protective of my kids um, and the women in my life. But, uh, yeah, just peace. You know, I, li- I like... I do like not being um, responsible for other somebody else's feelings. You know what I'm saying? The the, the single part of it that's mm-hmm. the that's the happiness in sing in, in being single. But I know that um, realistically, there's a deeper happiness than that. You know what I'm saying? If I if I'm able to like really, you know, connect with somebody on that level where I'm willing to sacrifice that happiness for the greater happiness of having a, a beautiful family that's like heaven on earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like have, like my household needs to be my heaven on earth because all of the craziness that's going on on outside. So I want to be able to come home and be able to have home as my escape from all of that stuff. You know, so that's really happiness to me. Shanika, what makes you happy? happiness for you so despite the fact that I really really enjoy people and learning and exploring I love traveling I really am an introvert um I can be in the house all day long watching tv reading a book whatever I enjoy that I enjoy me um I entertain me I think I am hilarious all by myself (laughs) Um, but yeah, just pretty much, um, creative. So I love music. You know, I go catch live shows, open mics, love traveling, um, (sighs) headed to Chicago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's what I, that, that's what makes me happy. So even with the people thing, it's people in general. I like being around the people I like being around, um, yeah, and I like learning about people. So with the friendliness, um, at times I'm just trying to just just learn about people's backgrounds and see just how much we have in common versus our differences. Because as you say, we're so connected to, and I don't even want to say social media, I just think media in general, and they tend to highlight our differences, especially in this day and age. Um, I found that throughout my travels, we have way more in common than we do um, not. So that's what makes me happy. And I guess I should ask you, Pasha, Pasha what makes you happy besides digging in dirt? (laughs) (laughs) And these niggas out here. No, 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 no. When she's talking about digging in dirt, she's talking about my garden. Um, Her garden. (laughs) What make what makes me happy is my peace of mind, right? Haifa said, "Let me. T- I think what we don't do is we don't encourage people to be happy and to be in peace, no matter what that looks like." So when I asked you those questions, each you know of you those questions, um, it everything that you said, no matter what it was, if that's what brings you peace. And entering into a relationship, um, that person should should not take away from that, right? So with that being said, peace is the most important thing for me, no matter what that looks like. And I don't think that society teaches people to put their happiness over anything else, um, specifically when it's in a relationship. I, I think we probably all know a lot of people, and this is not an anti-relationship or an anti-marriage podcast. This is just about understanding how we are to the point where people can weaponize being single against someone. Even we do it as 
um, and, and because we are all um, the same color, you know, looking for people looking from the outside and we black, right? So with that being said, I'm strictly focusing on um, black society. Black society uses being married as a weapon against single people. Black men weaponize singleness against single black men, excuse me, weaponize singleness against single black women. Why? Who made being married um, the end all be all, especially when the divorce rate is 50 percent? For whatever reason, what I'm I'm saying that to say, just because you're married don't mean you're happy. Just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you're happy. Just because you're single doesn't mean that you're happy. I think what we should focus on is being happy. And whatever relationship status correlates with that happiness, if it's good for you, it's good for me. But the 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 weaponizing of um, you're single, something's wrong with you. Because I'm hearing Haifa say, you know, even if that is a one of those um, interrogation questions, it's like people can't be single because of X, Y, and Z. It's single because what's wrong with you? You can make the conscious decision to be single because you don't want to deal with anybody else's foolishness. You can also make the conscious decision that you know that you're toxic as fuck and you don't want to bring that or put that into somebody's life. You can make the decision to be single because let's say you've checked out of relationships and your most your focus, your primary focus is about um, doing everything that you want to do to be happy, whether that's being selfish to um, hop on a plane every other day to start a new business, to start a new podcast, um, whatever that is. You want to try every chocolate in the world? Who knows? I'm just saying that should be what everybody's priority is. But we use this this status. We identify people with this status like it's a bad label and it's actually not. And um, it's not good for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go ahead? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was thinking more so it's like all of your experiences, like you might have came across that a lot, so you feel like that's what people do. Oh, and no, no, that's what people do. No, I'm sure they do. That's but- why you see all these vacations. We talked about social media giving this illusion of all relationships are not Instagram-worthy pictures, right? Mm-hmm. All, all situations are not Instagram-worthy. Nobody really posts about um, when the, the, the relationship is in, in a place that's not pretty to everybody else or people have to make these decisions that's best for the relationship, best for the marriage, and not best for the individual person. Don't nobody put that up there. You know why? Because that's not pretty. I was getting there. I was saying that uh, people do things more so to their advantage. So basically, like, uh, if I'm in a relationship, it's to my advantage to show my relationship off because that's an asset in my life. You know, everybody want to feel like they have their thing. So it's like if I got a if I got a beautiful woman, I'm probably going more inclined to post my woman because you want people to feel like, oh, look what he got. Like, look at his possession. If you got a nice car. You're going to show your car. You want to find a way to show your car. If you got singing talent, you're probably going to sing on your page. And I feel like that's probably one of the best things they got going in their life that they feel like, okay, maybe, maybe Pasha has a nice car. Pasha just bought a house. You don't got a house. You don't got that nicer car. But Pasha ain't got no man. She ain't on no vacation. That's my weapon of choice. So I feel like people weapon, you don't, to weaponize something, it has to be to your, to your advantage. So I feel like, they say that, but the moment they lose a relationship, they probably won't feel that way about a relationship or whatever. Or maybe they do because, you know, certain when you see other people post and you see their happiness, you only see their good moments. And people get jealous of other people's good moments, no matter what it is. Like if you hit the lottery and you post it, somebody will be jealous. So if it looks like you got a happy relationship with a man and most people don't, you're going to flaunt that. And, you know, you want people to look up to it and feel a certain way sometimes. Sometimes you're just genuinely happy and you're not trying to make nobody feel that way. So you just keep posting it because that's what you got good in your life. But I think uh, as far as weaponizing, I, I don't think it's even to be weaponized because I don't think it's a thing. Like, I've never seen a couple together and I was like, damn, I wish I had me. A-. Now, I've seen some dude with a bad, like, good-looking chick and you'd be like, damn, man, she seemed pretty loyal. I wish I had a girl like that. So I don't think it's like the relationship. I think men so much probably would 
we, we more so look at the person like, damn, Jay got Beyonce? Must be nice. You know, it's a good life. I don't think it's the relationship factor so much as, as uh, people make it. I don't think it's nothing to be envious of. And I do believe a lot of people in relationships wish they were single. So I think it's 50-50 when it comes to that. It's stupid to what they're not Have you ever yeah, seen no. or have you witnessed, um, and I'm going to say on social media, we talk about these social media relationships. Um, and I know our experiences may be different based on men versus women. But have you seen people who post online about their relationships, <laughs> this bay, and we're doing this, we're doing that, and you know for a fact the relationship. <laughs> they shit is raggedy. But that's not what they lead with on social media. I, do no, you that's, know? Not that's not for that's not for uh, the people to be jealous. That's somebody being disillusioned to themselves. You know how like I see guys who women cheat all the time, or do, or they know that their woman's not really into them, using them for their money. Mm-hmm. So every little thing they do, they'll post like, "Me and my babe, me and my babe." It's like you're trying to trick yourself to pretending that you got this unit going on. So sometimes it's for the opposite. It's only it's, it's probably for their partner, like just to remind them, like, "Look, we're a couple. We're a couple." Trying to keep that bond going, like, "Oh, look at this, look at that." It don't be for the outside people. It be you got so much going on in your raggedy shit, like you said. That you know, you you trying to latch on to one last thing. You trying to rekindle something, so they like overpose, over over you know analyze, over you know exaggerate how happy they are. But usually, people who if you got to do all that, if you posting that much, you're not actually in. And that's for anything. If you had a club and you posting pictures and you in the club, most of the time I see people posting it, they dancing. The moment they hit that button, stop. They stop dancing. They just stand back and watch. Really? You're not even really. <laughs> If you're having fun, you don't really got time to record stuff because you're having fun. If you're having a good time with your with your partner, you're not thinking, let me let everybody else see how much good time I'm having. You know, some people go on vacation just to show they're having a good time. Like, it's not even a good time if, if they're not showing it. They only went there to take the picture. They don't actually want to enjoy the, the person they mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a real good point. And sometimes, man, like, people don't take into account what that individual has going through to be single you know what i'm saying like if, if i'm making a conscious decision to be single it could be anything man it could be responsibilities i might want i might want to be in a relationship but i gotta take care of certain responsibilities that i know will not allow me to be involved in that relationship like i want to so instead of instead of like you know say all right go ahead you know just to make try to make a, a woman happy or whatever force yourself to be in a relationship, that could be a downfall too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think it's, you know, it's too we live in a judgmental uh, society. I'm definitely um aware of that where people are single, especially like single parents, because they don't want to introduce that dynamic to their children. So they choose to be single. So that I is can. a dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like that as well. Like personally, but like with my children, because I'm big on, um, bio, you know, the, the 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 connection of biological parents and their biological children. You know what I'm saying? Now, if the biological parent is absent, then I, you know, somebody else want to take on that responsibility. Then that, you know, I commend that as well. But you know, I've always like, you know, with. And I was like that since I was a kid. Like my my father, my mother and my father been divorced since I was two. But that's my mom. That's my mother. That's my father. I'm not calling nobody else. You know, what I'm saying, even though my stepmother now, if anything, I might call her mom. You know, what I'm saying here and there. But my my own mother is comfortable with that. That's how long, you know, they he they've been married. You know, what I'm saying. So my kids is not meeting no other woman, even though I'm single. I've had women want to meet my kids or have play dates and stuff like that, and I'm like, nah, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there yet because they got they ha- they have a mother, and that that no matter what me and their mother going through, that's their mother, and I'm not going to disrespect that, and I don't want them getting confused with that either. They not they not calling nobody else mom, you know what I'm saying? So, all right. So I actually heard a different viewpoint um, that show brought up in regards to um, some of the posting on social media 
may not even be about um, the audience. It should it, it could possibly be about um, the two people, I guess, proving to themselves or one person proving to themselves um, something about the relationship or the person. So that's a different viewpoint that I didn't um, think about. But Shadika, you touched on, um, you know, people being in relationships and showing a side of their relationship for and for the audience, for whatever, the social media platform or showing it in front of people as one way. Um, but deep, you know, that's only for show deep down that there, there are some other sides to, you know, the possible relationship that's not as pretty as what's being displayed. And at the end of the day, you know, having that crucial conversation with anybody, um, just asking them, are they happy? If you can't answer the question that you're happy, then, you know, you may need to reevaluate what's going on in your life, whether that be relationship or, um, anything else. Um, I, I don't think that as a society, we focus on doing things that make us happy. We focus on what society says that we should do. And from a long term standing, society has said that the goal is to find a partner and get married and have children. And that's fine. Um, cause again, this is not an anti-relationship or an anti-marriage goal, but where does happiness fall into that? Um, mm -hmm. And it seems like there's, there's usually more of the what it is that you can't do in this relationship, which we know all that there's compromise. But I do believe that if you find someone um, who you're equally yoked with and who you can truly say that you're happy with, um, you may find someone that has like-minded um, ideas or, or likes the same things that you do. And instead of it's what you're not able to do, it's what you were able to do together. Um, and that's what I just think that people don't, don't focus on. But um, even from a capitalistic perspective, you know, um, you look at, I'm going to talk about taxes for a minute. You know, the, the, the deduction for being married is, um, different than the deduction of someone being head of household. Head of household means that you have children that you have to take care of. So the tax benefit, the tax deduction is higher as a married person than it is as a single person, whether you're head of household or um, you're single, or I believe, because I know that it, it's changed recently, if you are married filing separately, that deduction is higher. And there's variable reasons of, of why that's a possibility, but it's kind of like, even from looking at it from dollars and cents, there is an emphasis on being married. Um, and there are benefits to being married as well, but I, I don't know how much we look at the importance of the happiness to it. And, um, you know, that's what we were truly trying to hit on with, with this podcast. Mm -hmm. We were able to hear some different sides of the story um, that it may not even be weaponizing. Um, but I, I think that there are more women, let me say this, I think there are more women who feel as, feels as though singleness is weaponized against them than possibly men. Mm -hmm. And I want to add, Patrick, because I know you said from men, uh, but my experience is it comes from women. I think women weaponize it more against other women for whatever reason. Um, and it could be what Sho was saying earlier as far as Look, I'm in this situation. You need to be over here too because you're having too much fun. <laughs> you know. Honestly, honestly, what I, I think the I think the people that weaponize it the most aren't even us. I think institutions, uh, you know, uh, whether it's the music industry or entertainment industry in general, or like institutions, institutions like that. I think they weaponize it because. With the with like with the music industry, for example, if someone is single, it's easier to be able to get them to do whatever you want them to do. You know what I'm saying? So they'll push being single because of that or whatever, and then that might go hand in hand with another in institution. Let's say, uh, you know, I don't know anybody. You know, sports, the sports world or whatever. 
if they like whatever it's kind of what 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 our show said earlier they're gonna whatever whoever can gain from it is gonna weaponize mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying whoever can gain from it is gonna weaponize it and a lot of times the people that can gain from it the most are the people outside of who has to deal with the consequences of that lifestyle you know what i'm saying so the industry will they'll grab somebody they single all right he could do everything she could do everything anything she we, we want her to do to make us the most money we need to make but her life is messed up because she passed on she passed on different situations where she actually might have felt for someone that that loved her or vice versa he might have passed on somebody that loved him for his in order to make this career work and and and, and then at the end that person might not have a career no more and they don't have the person that probably would have helped make them even more happier. But the institute that the institution I was weaponizing that it don't affect them. You know what I'm saying? Like we the ones that lose. So it has to like organically you got like it comes down to happiness. What's gonna make you happy? Not nobody else, not no other you know, entity or institution. Or, or per, people you doing business with, people you friends with, anything like that, what's going to make you happy? Because you're going to have to live with the consequences of the this, the decision you make, whether to stay single or be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And then regret is the whole. That's the that's the what's one of the worst things I have to live with. So now you're going to be regretting that for life, and that and then that's where you have the the old bitter women living in regret, you know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> men, vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There is a beautiful advantage if you are in an actual happy relationship where I can see those people trying to weaponize it. Because like, if you actually do find a soulmate that you don't mind sacrificing for and you want to be around them as much as you want to be around yourself, and I guess it because when I was working in the oil field, right? For instance, if you're single, you were kind of jealous of me at that time. Like I was going to work and the girl cooked, you know, she took the lot and she made like, I don't even know what I was going to eat. I'll just, I'll get there. And then when it's time for me to take my break to eat, I'll open up my lunch for instance. And I'll have a steak and a big potato and a slice of cake and drinks and all kinds of stuff. And they got a sub from the, from the gas station in a rush. And it was every day. So it was like for 20 something days, I got a whole meal and it's like, damn, how you getting that meal, you know? And if I wanted to weaponize that, I'd be like, damn, man, your wife don't, your girlfriend don't cook, or you know, you don't. This, mm-hmm. this, this, that. So it's all about if you if you decide you want to use that advantage, you know. Or I've seen guys who are single and they are on those dating apps all day at work, and we working for twenty eight straight days, and they're like, man, I need to get some. So they up all night talking, talking, talking. They just hoping they don't care if the woman's attractive, not attractive, the ugliest woman to them or whatever. They just like, they need a woman. And then you got your fine woman driving up there every other day. And they're like, oh man, you get something every night, you know? So you can weaponize it like that. So you, it's actually, there are advantages to having, you know, a partner, you know, you got somebody, you know, you can get some every night, you know, you can get a good meal. You got some, you got a partner to watch TV shows with and laugh and joke and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's both flip sides. So I can see somebody who has actually had that advantage trying to shine on somebody else who doesn't. It made it look like a gold, and it puts pressure on somebody else to feel like, man, I need to find me a girl like you. The other girl got a sister. You know, that's how it goes. And so you, a good relationship could kind of be weaponized against you because it'll make you feel like you're missing out, and why can't you find that kind of happiness? You know, but nobody shares the arguments and the other details. So I think it's I think it's 50-50 both sides. It's happiness mm-hmm. in the relationship. There's the other part you don't got to deal with in the relationship, you know? There's two incomes, and, and you can make things go right. You're on your own by yourself. Mm-hmm. But also, on the flip side, you're on somebody else's time. People wouldn't be jealous if they look at the whole situation and just enjoy the benefits they have because it's equal on both It's equal on both sides. It's things, trust me, that's my relationship like, damn, I was single. I could have done that. And then there's times where, you know, somebody who don't got nobody, like, damn, I really wish I had somebody to rub my back tonight. I wish I didn't have to cook my own meal. You know, women who live alone probably got a gun or a dog or probably in the house scared if somebody comes in, blah, blah, blah. But she might have a career. <laughs> Don't you have, have a gun? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, and I think, like, I always, I was always inspired, like, because um, I've been single longer than I've, 
more than I've been in a relationship in my life. I only had one long-term relationship, you know what I'm saying, seven years. But I've always been inspired by seeing couples that are that are thriving, you know what I'm saying, whether I'm single or not. It was always it's, – it's, I'm proud of that. Like, I – like seeing Remy Mom and Pat Poos, I'm I'm proud of that. Like, and they was the only couple to go on to be able to go on, loving hip hop and not have no drama, affect you know what I'm saying. Like not the same drama or whatever. So, stuff like that is inspiring to me because it's like 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 show like 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 what you were saying. Every you know what I'm saying you having a a meal every day for lunch and all that. I would see that and be like, yo, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like genuinely happy for that. But like some of my, my some of my best friends are married, got kids, and that's I'm I'm proud of that. I'm like, man, like that's you know what I mean? That, that's what's up. And then and then it, it it and I don't know, maybe I'm just naive or whatever, but it inspires me to be able to like someday reach that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, my first attempt was failed, but you know, who knows? I'm still alive. So, but it's perspective, man, how you look at things. And it could be weaponized, but it could also be weaponized positively. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like inspiration. But it depends on how the person is looking at it. If you're going to take that, if you got two choices, you can look at that situation and be jealous or inspired. Mm-hmm. It feels better to be inspired by it. Why? I'm going to be jealous of that. That's, I, I ain't, I'm not, I'm not a hater. Like, and it ain't like he, they, they, they doing something that you can't do. You just you just not doing it, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. I don't know. And it's different standards, you know. Like people are single for different reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. I could be holding up something. I could be wanting, you know. It's not you don't rush into nothing just to be a part of something, you know. You because when you make this decision, you gotta really. I don't know. Showtime. What you say? <laughs> I don't know. You think you yeah. should rush into it? No, I, I think there are people who are rushing into it to be a part of it. Oh, a lot of people are because that pressure. And, mm-hmm. you know, they got their friends look a certain way and people starting to, like she said, has been weaponized against them. And so now, you know, they got to they gotta fight back. Like, oh, let me find me a man so I can post my pictures, so I can show I'm happy, so I can do it. And you're not happy because you don't even want that man. You don't got what you want. You don't, you don't have what he wants. You know, it's, you know what you like in real life. So if you're going to tie yourself in, you don't want to be around something that long and that often that you're not really into. If you want to get a partner, make sure you get a partner that 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 feels like you got to feel as good alone as you do with that partner. Oh, you just your, said your a partnership word. Should feel like you, a word. you just said a word. You said a word. I need you to say that again, because that's that's that, that's <laughs> ultimately what all this is about. So say what you said again. No, you should you should feel as happy single as you are with a partner. I think your relationship should feel like you're single with a partner. Like y'all just, you know, you just live in your free life with somebody who's compatible with you. You know, I got I think you should be equal both sides, you know, like you've got enough room to, to be happy as if you were when you were single, you could travel, you like, you could travel with that person and feel like you traveled alone. You know what I mean? And you can, you can take that girl back home and feel as good as you would about finding a new girl in the club. Mm-hmm. You should be as excited right. to come home to see your girl as you excited to, to bring a new girl to your room. Right. Heaven on earth, man. So mm-hmm. that gotta be a heaven on earth. It's somebody you really into, and then that would help, you know? Yeah. Like you come home from work, you know how men are. You like you go in the club and you see this bad, the baddest chick in the club, and you flirt with her, and when she give you her number, you're like, oh man, it's exciting. Like you're about to come over, you know what I'm saying? You should feel like that at work. Like I'm about to come home and see my girl. Like, we can't wait to get off. You don't feel like that, probably ain't gonna be happy for it. Mhm. Mhm. Shanika, I think I think we're we're at the end of this podcast, but I I I definitely like show's last sentiments in regards to uh I guess it doesn't matter. It, be happy single, be happy together, but you know that level of happiness that you should have should be within you no matter what your relationship status is. So, that's what I got from yeah. that. All right, so we are at the end of this podcast, but I want you guys, uh, what they don't know is that we have a part two um, that's right after this with a whole nother topic, but I definitely want you guys to um, share your Instagrams, if you remember them, um, your social medias, your social medias, (laughs) and how can people stay in contact with you? Haifa first. Uh, Well, 
But my um my Instagram is Haifa. That's H Y F A underscore T H A underscore Prospect. Uh, but you can also go to my website www.haifatv.com. That's H Y F A TV.com and all of my social media platforms. Um, I'll link to that as well. Uh, I also have merchandise up there. I just dropped a new project called Only Human. Uh, it's an eight-track um, project. So you can actually you can go to my website to um, to get access to that too, or just go to any uh, any uh, of the streaming. distribution platform. Yeah, the streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot going on, man. Why are you single? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> show show what's your social media and what you got going on. Um, like I said uh, in the beginning, uh, my social media is Showy the Great underscore Showy's Picks. Uh, you can follow me on there as well as my YouTube. And from there, you can find me doing whatever. I have my business on there, my uh, showyspicks.com and everything of the sort. So if you follow me on there, you'll get the gist of what's going on with me. Gotcha. All right, y'all. Thanks um, again for tuning into this episode. And until later. This is Real Talk with Pasha B. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not.